Hey guys, and welcome back to Morgellons Discussion, the podcast on Anchor FM. So today I want to talk about dispelling Morgellons myths. I've been hearing a lot of them uh, online. And I just want to point out that not every advocacy effort is going to be good for the Morgellons cause. It really all comes down to who has the factual information. And I can tell you right now, even the people you think have the factual information have a lot of twisted ideas. But first, listen to this message from our sponsor. Hey guys, and thank you for finding your way to Morgellons Discussion, the podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Murphy, and this show is about Morgellons facts. Uh, that is to say, what has been able to be demonstrated uh, for scientific purposes. So, if you hear me saying something about Morgellons disease on this show, it's got to be coming from the scientific world. It has been published in a prestigious journal. And the science, the experiments that went into producing that data are repeatable. So if you're looking for factual information about the Morgellons disease condition, welcome to our show. So, so, so today I get my cast off. It's coming away. I'm gonna rip this fucking thing off my leg today. Or let the doctor do it, pretty much. Yeah, it's definitely a good day to get this cast off my leg. Holy crap, I don't ever recommend anybody doing this. But, you know, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. Alright, getting straight to the point because uh, we got to get the day going today. Try to get some work. You know, uh, when I started doing my YouTube channel a long time ago, I uh, a long time ago now, I uh, I started off by going to these different Morgellons groups that were perpetuating their own ideas about Morgellons and pointing out that what they were claiming runs contrary to the science. And the science is very clear about what Morgellons is. It's especially clear about what Morgellons is not. And so when I see somebody online saying something about what Morgellons is not, uh, I'm quick to cite the research which demonstrates otherwise. And that's especially important because The argument is that Morgellons is an internet-induced psychosis, and uh, the argument is that people are fixated on this idea. Now, I genuinely have Morgellons that can be demonstrated. I have a lot of videos on my YouTube channel with the microscope straight up in the sores showing the embedded filaments. That's verification. And I see a lot of people claiming this, that, or the other about having Morgellons, but not demonstrating it. Uh, I know there's a lot of artifacts that come off your skin. You know, people do their best to take pictures with the phone. But really, honestly, if you have concerns about having Morgellons, you have to invest in a USB microscope. Uh, I got one that was 120 times magnification. 
and it's perfect. You can go to my YouTube channel and see my videos of embedded filaments in the skin tissue in ways which I could never possibly construct them. Uh, when you look at that magnification, you can see human hairs, and then next to them are these really tiny, much smaller uh, Morgellons filaments. But that's vital in being able to demonstrate the condition. The second thing you're going to have to do is you are going to have to go see a Lyme literate doctor. And you're going to have to get testing for not just Lyme disease, but the myriad of potential infections that can be associated with this condition. Because if you can't demonstrate spirochetal infection, then those microscopic images of Morgellons that you have are pretty much worthless. I'm going to refer back to the Chinese study about unexplained uh, dermopathy and uh, delusional infestations, which states there is a difference between Morgellons and a psychotic state, a delusional state. Morgellons, as they state in that paper, which you know I'm going to cite in the description on this podcast, Morgellons is a somatic condition, which means it's physical in nature. I know there's some dumbasses out there who claim to be in academia trolling the Reddit forums that are going to tell you that, no, somatic means it's psychosomatic. You tell those people to go get a job. Morgellons is a physical condition, and that's what the research says that says it's somatic. They say that it is not a psychosomatic condition. Anyways, you've got to be able to demonstrate, as the Chinese study says, spirochetal infection to make the Morgellons diagnosis more compelling. People are going to be more willing to accept that, okay, this is Morgellons disease, if the filaments embedded in the skin tissue can be demonstrated and if spirochetal infection can be demonstrated. One plus one equals diagnosis. So the first Morgellons myth is that if people can't demonstrate embedded filaments in skin tissue under microscopic conditions, they're probably not dealing with the real Morgellons or they need to investigate a little bit further to be sure that they have it and to show others that they have it. That's important. The Morgellons and vaccines, no association whatsoever. I don't even want to get into it. It makes me sick to my stomach that I have to bring it up, but there is no association with Morgellons and vaccines. Here's something easy to think about. How many people are vaccinated around the world every day? Okay, how rare is Morgellons? Exactly. Moving on. This is something that I understand because Dr. Randy Wymore said it in a uh, clip on the Skin Deep uh, movie trailer. He said that uh, the CDC, in his opinion, didn't study Morgellons patients. That's absolutely false. That's wrong. I think he should come out and, and correct what he said about that. When you look in the CDC study and look at, in particular, the lesions that they demonstrate, it's very clear that, yes, these are real Morgellons patients. And in fact, that study found that all 12 of the participants that they included tested positive for Lyme disease serology. 
They gave him line tests and all of them tested positive or equivocal for it. So this is two myths that can be dispelled. Number one, the CDC did include actual Morgellons patients. And if I was a Morgellons patient that was included in that study, it would definitely hurt my feelings to hear the Morgellons community talking about how I wasn't a real Morgellons patient included in that study. People just aren't thinking because they want to control the narrative. I don't know why Dr. Wymore... I mean, I know he, was, he wasn't he was saying it like, actually, no, there weren't Morgellons patients. He was talking about scientifically. You know, we can't... That's just like me saying, okay, you've got a patient who's got genital ulcerations and the herpes simplex virus, but you're expecting me to believe that those are caused solely by the Lyme bacteria and that there's no association with syphilis, when historically, genital lesions are associated with syphilis. There needs to be more investigation, is what he was saying. But yeah, I, the CDC study did include actual Morgellons patients, and if you have any questions about that, just go look at it. Go look at the pictures in there. The second myth, of course, is that the CDC study didn't find any kind of infections at all. That's totally crazy if you read the study it says all 12 of the participants tested positive or equivocal for Lyme disease so yes and besides that they also found some other infections which are noted in that paper but it is a myth uh, well or a lie or a misinformation however you want to put it to say that the CDC study didn't find any infectious agents that's total BS uh, and another thing that I want to dispel from the CDC study is that they didn't study any Morgellons fibers. They didn't find that Morgellons fibers were uh, human in origin. That's total BS too. Uh, 83% of the samples, fiber samples that they collected uh, were some kind of protein. They only found that 43% of those were cotton. That means 40%, which they describe, were human, superficial human skin, which is exactly what a Morgellons fiber is. It's superficial human skin. Nothing more, nothing less. And that's why Morgellons isn't special. So if you hear that the CDC study didn't include Morgellons patients, that's bogus misinformation. It needs to be corrected and challenged. If you hear that... Morgellons study from the CDC didn't find any infectious agents. That's bogus. That needs to be challenged. You need to say, yes, they did find that all 12 of the participants included in the final paper tested positive or equivocal for Lyme serology and other infections were detailed in that paper. And finally, when somebody tries to claim that the CDC study found that all the fibers they collected were cotton, you need to be quick to point out that no, only 43% of the 83% of fibers that they collected that they determined were protein in nature were cotton. And in fact, there were 40% that they described as superficial human skin, which is exactly what the hell a Morgellons fiber is. 
Yeah, that's aggravating. Uh, but you know, I don't even have to talk about chemtrails because I think everybody is finally on board, except for the French. They're, I don't know what they're doing down over there, but everybody's pretty much on board that Morgellons is absolutely not caused by chemtrails. So we don't even have to talk about that craziness today. And that's good because this is 10 and a half minutes and I'm going to go get some coffee because it's ready. Get this cast off today. Man, walk around the block if the doctor says it's cool. What do you guys think? Let me know. Leave a comment on my voice message here at Anchor.fm. I love hearing from everybody, you know, even if you want to tell me to go F myself. Hey, at least I'm hearing from you, right? All right. I guess we'll talk to you guys soon and check out this tune.